Hey there guys, welcome to another episode of the Job Pod by Begin and Discover with me, Sam Winwood. Thank you so much for joining. In this episode, we cover banking and what it's like to work in the banking sector. It is so big, I did not realise how big it was until I had this chat with my friend Sam. Sam's currently an associate at a leading UK bank, uh, typically got there through the grad scheme. But we don't just cover the grad scheme, we cover other things uh, and other routes in. But he works in the corporate sector, specifically for uh, green SMEs. But he does cover uh, areas like investment and retail and risk. And we cover all of those things too. So it's super, super helpful. Cover loads of different bits in this. I think you're going to find it useful. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Hey Sam. Hi Sam, how are you? I'm very well. I'm really well. How are you coping with lockdown, mate? Yeah, getting there, getting there. Um, I feel as though initially it was a bit of a surprise to all of us, but um, obviously I'm working from home, have been for the last, what, like seven weeks now? So I feel like I'm in the groove a bit more now to what I was previously, allowing myself time to, you know, go and experience the outside world every now and again, rather than just being sat in my living room. Um, Yeah, tell me about it. Bit of a sad existence isn't it but um, yeah. yeah hopefully hopefully not too much longer now but cool. who knows Oh, nice one. Well, mate, thanks for joining me. You know all about beginning to discover, you know about the job pod and what this is all about. To kick things off, um, my lovely nan Doris has walked into the room and you have to explain to her in 30 seconds, in layman's terms, what you do. Can you do that for me, please? <laughs> Classic Doris. <laughs> um, yeah, of course I can. Of course I can. So, um, so I work in uh, a large, uh, well-known bank um, within the large corporates and uh, large corporate space. So uh, that's within like the commercial bank. Um, and essentially I am an associate within the energy team. So my role is, is in a nutshell to look after like a, spe- a specific portfolio of clients um, with a variety of things, meeting kind of all sorts of customer needs. So this could be anything from kind of helping them to open a bank account to deposit funds into um, right up to, you know, helping them, support the financing of like a large project. So this could be within kind of the renewable space, for example, things like solar farms, offshore wind, that kind of thing. Amazing. Wicked. That sounds quite good, quite fun, actually, and quite green. Uh, I didn't even realise that was a thing. So brilliant. Okay, cool. Well, I'm really intrigued to find out how on earth you landed in such a position. Could you just give me a brief overview of your story to date, mate? Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I'd love to. So I think in terms of how I, I fell into this, this uh, profession um i think for me it all kind of started back at school so i took um i took gcse business like what like back in the day um completely inspired by like uh alan sugar obviously amongst uh, amongst <laughs> others um actually wrote to him once for some work experience um but that's a completely completely another story um and uh yeah i think the the business studies gcse uh, kind of encouraged me and pushed me towards um, studying economics at A-level. And that was really exciting for me, a really exciting time. I think I found the mix between kind of economics and politics and that 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 point in between to be really interesting. So um, I'd always worked quite hard, I think, to maintain like a well-rounded like CV, a well-rounded persona, trying to maintain like a sort of generalist mindset towards what careers I'd like to do. I wasn't 
I wasn't dead set on what I wanted to do, um, to be quite honest. And I think coming towards the end of A-levels was, was um, quite a challenging time for me. And we'll probably get into that a little bit later. But I felt as though, um, I felt as though like a degree within economics would, would, really, um, would really help me. It would just keep me open to kind of a wide range of careers. I think it had a good blend of um, kind of not only focusing on things like the wider economy, the political, um, the political arena, but also keeping one foot within that kind of businessy mindset as well. So if I ever wanted to do something like work for a smaller business or like start my own business, I would still be, I still have the, the skills and maybe the mindset to be able to do that. Absolutely. Wicked. Wow. So you went to, you did, you went to university studying economics. Um, yes. What did, what did you do post uni? Yeah. So I, I went to university of Plymouth, um, was there for, uh, was there for four years actually. I did a placement year in between as well, which was which was really valuable, which we can we can definitely come on to. Mm-hmm. Um, Post university, I got straight on to the grad scheme, which nice. was uh, which was a really good result for me. I, I felt as though again, straight out of university, I probably wasn't ready for a uh, like a full time position. I felt as though there was still quite a lot more learning to do, and I, st- I still feel like that even today. Um, and I think a, a grad scheme for me, it was essentially like a two year scheme within commercial banking, mm-hmm. um, which saw me, uh, moved across the country, moved across like different areas of the bank, which is really interesting doing like a whole host of roles, which I never really would have thought I would have enjoyed. Um, but it definitely helped open my eyes to not only what the world of banking looks like, but the world of finance kind of more generally yeah. and soft skills that come with that. Um, and then yeah, finished the grad scheme. Um, and yeah, applied for jobs, essentially just like a, a typical process then to apply for jobs off the grad scheme. You, you definitely get some additional help because you've been with the company for a period of two years. Yeah. But um, yeah, very much had to go through the applications process, had to, um, had to interview for the role and uh, yeah, was successful joining the energy team. So that's uh, kind of how it started. Um, so what made you choose commercial banking? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a really good question, actually. I get asked that. I get asked that quite a lot. I think, um, so take you back a little bit to when I was at university, I mentioned I always had a, um, had a placement year in between. Um, that was between second year and final year. Um, and I actually worked at investment bank for a time in between, um, in between second year and and third year, which was great. And again, I would really, um, I really encourage like a breadth of experience, um, especially in your sort of younger years. If you want to go into this kind of thing, there's no such thing as a, a bad experience per se. Um, so I, I worked in investment bank for a period of a year. I really enjoyed it. Again, it, it ticked a lot of the boxes um, in terms of having that exposure to economics, still um, politics, and like the global macro economy having a big impact on what the day to day looked like. I always found that quite exciting, um, quite a dynamic atmosphere. Um, but for me, I I feel as though within the investment banking space, there wasn't really as much um, maybe client exposure as they would have liked. And because you're because you're dealing with those companies and those transactions, which is so much so much bigger, so much more material, um, I didn't particularly enjoy the lack of kind of face to face customer interaction. Um, most of the times, these companies were so big, they were more kind of telling the banks what they wanted rather than the banks bringing their specialisms to customers. And I, I really wanted that um, exposure and that feeling of purpose that I was actually able to um, kind of educate customers and help them to make make decisions rather than just being a um, a kind of a, a, a more of a transaction based role, I guess, where yeah. the company knows what they want, they broadly know what they want to pay for it. So you're just kind of um, you're just kind of going through the motions rather than mm-hmm. it being a, 
a, a kind of two-way relationship. And I think that that's essentially what my role is now is, is relationship management. So um, I'm, on the, I'm on the phone to customers really frequently, um, you know, helping them kind of helping them get what they want out of the bank and helping them get the outcomes that they want, which I find really, um, I find a lot more uh, invigorating and it gives me a, a greater sense of purpose, I think, than working on enormous transactions with hundreds, maybe thousands of people and lots of intricate moving parts that you'll maybe only be a small part of rather yeah. than maybe owning something um, in a bit more of a, in, a, in a broader sense. But also you're doing it with green SMEs, right? You're doing it with green companies, you know, which are doing good for yeah. the world as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's it's um, yeah. The, the, there's definitely there's definitely like an angle like a an angle of, um, of of renewable certainly, which which gives me again like a normal sense of purpose. I think now is is the time um, more than ever that we're kind of on that tipping point. Um, you look at people like uh, like um, David Attenborough amongst others who are really kind of coming to the forefront, and the importance of that combined with um, the importance of what the services that banking, but the banks have to offer, I think, gives us an obvious uh, uh, opportunity to make a real difference. Um, and I think I've arrived within this kind of space at the perfect time to be a part of that, which definitely, again, really helps give me that sense of purpose in the work that I do. That's wicked. Well, I didn't realise how customer-facing banking was because to a lot of people, they don't even know that you know bankings have different sectors. If you don't mind, mate. So you. You're in corporate, you've worked in investment banking, you kind of worked out that that wasn't for you. Are Mm. there other routes for somebody thinking about getting into banking? Are there other arms apart from investment and corporate or is that it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. There there are, it's a great question. There are um, a multitude of avenues that you can get into banking. Um, And I think from, from perspective, kind of the grad scheme, which is obviously the the route that I went in, um, you have the kind of, commercial banking program which is one that i was on you have the retail banking program which is more focused towards kind of personal bank um you have the risk program which is more looking at uh, the bank's appetite towards risk amongst other things so whenever we're looking to help a client on a transaction it will always have to then go to a specialist risk team who will essentially do like some more in-depth financial financial analysis sorry and um look to look to sort of give a more um, objective view, I guess, as to whether or not we think that this is like a good transaction for the bank. So you'll have the risk grad scheme. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's a multitude of others. I think you can go through, and you can even go through like human resources angle if you wanted to. Um, and and once, you're, once you're on the grad scheme, I think one of the things that I had, that I certainly learned pretty quickly was that you can then do anything from there that you want to. So if you want to transition from one grad scheme to then, um, another role when you kind of roll off and finish the grad scheme that's that's actively encouraged it's something that, that you can definitely look to do um, so I wouldn't see it as a you know one size fits all right I'm on this grad scheme so I'm only going to find these kind of jobs it's very yeah. much a case of I'm on this grad scheme to explore the bank and then I'll and then I'll kind of decide what I want to do afterwards okay is that how it works in a typical grad scheme you you do you try out different departments is that in, yeah. in, in a nutshell I suppose um, in a nutshell so, so for, from the commercial banking perspective you kind of got distinct you've got distinct groups so you have like a I guess a sliding scale of the size of customer and that's typically um, that's typically split up by turnover so where I am currently, I sit kind of within the large corporate space, which is like towards the, the, the biggest end of customers that, that the bank looks after in the commercial space. Um, but then you'll have like a, a mid corporate portion in between, which, um, which kind of sits in the middle. And then at the bottom end, you've got kind of like the SMEs who are more, um, you know, smaller companies, which might be, uh, which, which might require more 
um, but they can require a, a variety of products. But yeah, typically you when you're on the grad scheme, you'll move around, um, you'll move kind of up and down that scale. Um, so I started within the SME space. I actually spent two out of four of my grad scheme placements within the kind of SME and mid corporate space, and um, and one of them I spent within the, the more large corporate space, which is where I ended up now. So yeah, they definitely look to kind of um, ensure that you get that breadth of experience over over quite a short period of time. That's wicked. I think that's actually really good advice for somebody considering going into banking because there are can be quite overwhelming because there are so many pockets, as it were, if you know what I mean. Um, but that's really really cool. Okay, so but I think someone in that position might want to know more about where it could take them. Do you have any idea what? If, if, if you take like the next five years, for example, what, what the next five years looks like for, for you? Yeah, I, I, think, I think for me, the thing that I focused on, and I alluded to it briefly at the start around kind of keeping myself as well round as possible, um, I think I'm in a really good position to continue to do that. So being, um, being responsible for a kind of portfolio or for a set of clients just really quickly gives you skills that you wouldn't even think you need to develop. So from like a relationship management perspective, from a, um, like a prioritization perspective, you need to be really organized. You need to be on top of things that, you know, are, um, are important to customers and important to the bank. Um, and I think I'll continue to develop those skills over the course of, you know, the, the duration of the time I'm kind of within this team. Um, I think in terms of, in terms of future plans, I think, um, I think it's it's interesting because I've only been within this team for less than a year, so there's sort of a lot of definitely a lot of learning left to do here. Um, and I think that you know typically you'll make the move up from an associate level to sort of like an associate director level to a director okay. level in the future. It's quite a defined career path there. Yeah. Um, but but equally, I think what a, what a career like this gives you is a kind of as I say a breadth of skills that you can apply to not just other um, not just other teams or like other banks or um, or other other teams that you might work with, but you could also look to change industry if you wanted to at any point. So if I fancy going working for like a real estate portfolio instead or a infrastructure portfolio, or um, maybe I fancy going back to working like the consumer space or the retail space where you might look after some you know household names, um, yeah. I could definitely see myself kind of pivoting into those roles and, and, and not being too different too dissimilar in terms of the work that I do at the moment um, so I've definitely got that that flexibility um, I think for me I'd, I'd really like to kind of lead a team at some point within the future uh, that's that's a real um, a real goal of mine I would say I'm definitely kind of in a good position to do that hopefully the, the medium to long term that's wicked I was going to say um, my next question really is why do you continue to do it what's the what's the motivation yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think being in in the energy industry, I think well, I say there's a few points there. I think being within the energy industry at this time kind of continues to give me that purpose as to your day job is actually making a real difference, like financing um, really green companies, um, whether it be kind of solar companies, um, onshore wind, offshore wind, biomass, like a multitude of different um, opportunities. Uh, it, it really is. It's it's a good time to be within this industry. I think. Um, and I, I also think the reason why I stay in this, um, why I stay within this team in particular, uh, is just from the, the people that I'm surrounded by. I mean, I've got a really, really strong team, um, and I'm learning a lot from them too, which is great. I mean, people have worked all over the world. They've worked at different, different banks, they've worked in different industries and 
you know, you have a really good um, mix of opinions that way. And it, it mm-hmm. really helps you to consider in your own mind, you know, what your future might look like. Um, and I also think that the benefits of working for a, for a big organization are that you can be supportive in, you can be supported in whatever way you sort of want to be. So um, if I wanted to go and do a specific kind of um, qualification, you know, I'd, I'd be supported to go and do that. If I wanted to, potentially go and I work abroad I'd be supported to do that um if I wanted to go and like as I say lead a bigger team in the future you know I'm I'm sure I'd be supported to do that as well so having that um the backing of like a a big company is is something that I feel I feel is quite important it's definitely a bonus in um in this kind of field definitely and it also sounds like you have you've learned a lot of transferable skills whilst you've been uh, you know it's customer facing you you know you've been lots of different pockets of the banking sector it sounds like you're continually like improving. So yeah. that's another reason why I can imagine you just continue to do it. Definitely, yeah. And it, it's quite it's quite fast paced. It's quite um, it can be quite demanding at times. I think like mm. any career, um, any 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 job can. Um, yeah. There's definitely peaks and troughs in terms of like how much work is being thrown in your direction. Um, but I think I think having that high level of intensity at like this point in my career stands me in pretty good stead. Hopefully, um, it means that I can kind of work well under pressure, kind of maintain quite a calm aura all the time, which is, is helpful, I think is useful in whatever field you, you kind of find yourself in. Yeah, great. Cool. So uh, my next question, mate, is who yeah. would you say this is right for? Oh, that is a great question. Who would I say this is right for? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think this is, I think this is right for a multitude of people actually, because what, a what a role within a bank can give you is i mean the, the way i like to see it i kind of see it on a on a spectrum so at one end you've got the kind of real generalist people who you know they they'd love to they'd love to lead a team in the future they'd love to um you know understand a little bit about a lot um and then i always think at the other end of the spectrum you've got kind of real specialists who they've got a really niche product area or something really niche that they understand and they want to kind of just develop those skills and they'll do that you know, maybe for the, maybe for an entire career. And I, I think, I think what the, what the grad scheme in particular is really good at doing is helping you to understand where on that spectrum you might sit. Um, so I think, I think anyone who's really keen to learn, anyone who's keen to kind of work hard, anyone who, um, being quite honest, anyone who maybe doesn't quite know what they want to do, but knows they kind of want to work in a big company, mm-hmm. um, or maybe just need a little bit more time to figure out exactly is that they want to do. I think working for any big organization actually gives you the opportunity to do that. Um, I think especially post-university, it's really easy to fall into that, um, that trap of thinking, right, the next choice I make is going to impact me for the rest of my life. And to some extent it does, but it's also not, a, it's not a, um, you're not a closed book just because you graduated from university and maybe you've made um, either the right decision or the wrong decision, whichever, whichever it is that you feel. And I think, for me, you know, time will tell whether or not I'm still enjoying this in like five or 10 years. And yeah. that's, that's, that's fine because, you know, if I get to a point where I feel that um, I'm not enjoying this in the same way that I used to, you can just make a change and you should never be sort of scared of doing that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, as I say, anyone, anyone who's really keen to learn um, people who want to work into a big, in a big organization um, and equally or, or equally anyone who has a, really great idea and they know exactly what they want to do and they're one dimensional they want to do just that i think 
I think big companies are also very good at kind of uh, nurturing that progression as well. Sweet. Um, and just as an add on to that, does yeah. somebody have to have studied economics to have worked to work in a bank? Like, what are the other typical backgrounds guys in your team have come from? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's that's a great question as well. I think um, no is the short answer. <laughs> um, I actually think so. Just to give you a, a bit of context, um, the grad scheme specifically isn't aimed at any particular. You don't. There's no kind of prerequisites in terms of what you have had to study in the past. So, um, I've, I've there's there were guys within my guys and girls within my um, grad cohort who had come from like history backgrounds. Some had done biology. Some had done um, there was like a few geography degrees in there. Um, so wow. anything, I think it's a real it's a real broad um, it's a real kind of broad church in terms of um, who the who the kind of key like the the, yeah. the the best graduate might be or what it might what you might look like after you come out of university. Um, I, I would say that's actually a good thing. I mean, to some extent. I feel as though studying for what was four years at university, um, I felt as though going to a bank, I would, you know, sort of understand broad, broadly what I was talking about, or or some of the some of the lingo, <laughs> some of the Absolutely, lingo yeah. on like a daily basis. I was actually, I was actually, um, you know, probably no further down the path than graduates who had come from different backgrounds completely were. Um, and I think what the company are really good at doing is actually ensuring that you've got quite a rigorous, um, a rigorous training program over that two years to ensure that everyone gets to a similar level. Yeah. And sometimes seeing things from fresh rather than having preconceived ideas as to, okay, well, you know, I've got an economics degree. I must understand this actually stands you in better stead. Um, I would say, so I, I don't think there are, um, by any stretch kind of prerequisites as to what you, what you need to achieve. I would also say as well, something I forgot to mention there was that, um, some people had actually come from a kind of retail banking background previously. So they, they might have joined uh, uh, as a kind of a retail assistant at age 16, for example, worked for three years um, or two, three years, and then got onto the um, emerging leaders program essentially from there. Ooh. So yeah, it, as I say, a really broad cross section of people. So there are other routes in. That's, that's the, that was one going to be one, my other questions. Like, are there other routes in just, or is it the grad scheme the only way? No, no, there's definitely, there's definitely all sorts of routes in. I think, um, I think any kind of uh, large institution really, um, really promotes that. I think a lot of the like very, very senior people within the organization have been, um, have worked in different areas of the institution before. And that's really stood them in good stead to um, understand the kind of broader, um, the, the, the broader institution rather than just being okay right I'm going to work exclusively in the retail or I'm going to yeah. work exclusively with the commercial bank or I'm only going to work in insurance and I'm, I hope that's going to um, that's going to benefit me over the long term um, I think yeah that, that's made very obvious from from day dot essentially that you know if you want to come from a different background and you um, maybe have a an inkling as to what you want to do but you're not really sure what that is yet there's there's a kind of defined pathway for you I think that's so helpful so helpful man okay cool um this is my last question really is what would, yeah, be, your yeah. be-, what would be your best advice to anybody thinking about getting into banking mm. i think um i think there's a few points there i'd say one of the first things that i would do and it i guess it depends at what stage you're at whether you're kind of pre-university whether you're at university whether you're post-university i would really just be um I, I would really advise on just ensuring that 
just the simple things like your CV is really up to scratch. You know, it, it's, silly, it's silly things that are often overlooked. Um, you know, maybe try and keep as general of a persona as possible. I think that's probably what I did. You know, I had some previous work experience before. Um, you know, I worked, um, as I say, worked, worked at an investment bank as well, which was which was definitely helpful. Um, I think as well, just just have a look online. It's a it's a it's a it's a kind of old um, an old piece of advice, but just doing as much reading as possible around the subject, and also keeping yourself up to speed with the movements that are happening, the, what these kind of institutions are doing, what they what makes them tick. Um, and also, aside from that, I would say that look into kind of the values of some of these organisations because some of them might naturally just align more to your own um, than others. I certainly found that for me that, um, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's really important. It helps to kind of build that sense of purpose and belonging in, in a, in a workplace. Um, I'd also just, I, I would say things like LinkedIn are a great tool. Um, there'll be a lot of us uh, at that kind of more junior associate level who, you know, I, 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 I get, people reaching out to me occasionally asking for advice, which is great. Like, I think, yeah. that's, I think that's fantastic. You know, you can't, um, you can't knock someone for trying to, you know, improve their lives or, you know, Absolutely. The goal that they want to chase. Um, so I'd say, don't, don't be scared of that. I think also, you know, if you're, if you're at that university stage, just be going to sort of the, um, like careers fairs as often as you can, um, speak to your university because there might be, there might be people who have done um, similar things previously and you might be able to speak to them to sort of get advice. Um, but yeah, aside, aside from that, I would just say stay, stay as interested as you possibly can if it's something that you want to pursue um, and don't feel overwhelmed or don't feel that you, you know, won't fit these organisations because they, they're, especially, especially for our generation, I'd say that they're crying out for like a rich cross-section of people. So um, yeah, don't, don't, feel that, don't feel that you don't fit into the jigsaw. That's wicked. That's really good advice. Um, oh, actually, I do have one more question. What did yeah, you write to it. Alan? What did you write to Alan Sugar? <laughs> See, I actually wrote. I wrote, I wrote when I was like fifteen, I think. And um, I love. I think yeah, I did something I similar, mate. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I, I don't know how I got his address. It's like a PO box address, something. But I was like, oh dear, Miss Sugar, love The Apprentice, obviously. Like, I think it'd be great on the show. <laughs> I'm a bit too young to cut to like the apprentice, but I've got work experience for a week in a couple of uh, weeks' time. Like, could I come and work for you? And um, he replied. In fairness, I got a response. What? No way. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a response, and uh, it basically, said, it basically said, uh, oh, you know, really sorry, I'm really busy at the moment. We're going to be away at that time, but it's great. Like, keep up the good work, kind of thing. And it came with a, um, it came with a A4 poster. Um, of him in front of a Rolls Royce, like arms crossed, and uh, it just said, it said, it said underneath it, like no compromise, or so it was something like that. It was, and it was signed, it was, it, it had been signed by him as well, which was great. Um, wow, so, that's amazing! Yeah. Well, good on you, fair play for trying. That's so good. Gotta try, got try, mate. Got try. Oh, well, th mate, thank yeah. you so much. I think that's going to help a lot of people out. Um, it, it certainly opened my eyes to how big the banking world is uh, and how many pockets there are. So I really, yeah, really course. appreciate that. Um, no problem at all. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for tuning into that, guys. That was my good friend, Sam, currently an associate of one of the leading UK banks. Uh, if you like what you hear, please remember to like, share, subscribe, do all that 
social stuff for us, please. Pass it on to your mates who might need a handout with their career, etc. Uh, all the links and tips and descriptions will be in our podcast description. Oh, and please remember to get in touch. Uh, my email is sam at beginningdiscover.com and I would love to hear from you. Thanks again. Cheers.